Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk. My name is Chris Marwitz, and uh, welcome to another week. Uh, we had a second week of football happen, and uh, a lot of other things going on. So I uh, want to sit there and, and, and chat with uh, former NFL player James Loving. Hey, James. How are you? Hey, how you doing? Good. How you doing? I'm good. Good, good, good. So there was some pretty good, interesting, close games this past week, past football games. That was that was kind of a <laughs> yeah that was that was kind of kind of interesting what was going on there but uh, you know teams uh, are starting to rise but I I know what you always say you always tell me that you know the fir- first few weeks of, of the season you know people are kind of filling themselves out teams are kind of fill- getting an idea of you know what they're what they're going to play what teams or what what players are going to you know run run and. You know, they were just kind of trying to kind of fill them, fill themselves out. So don't make anything from the first few weeks, right? So, like I said, there was a, a lot of interesting games. You know, who would have thunk that Minnesota and Green Bay would have tied two 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 tied games back to back? You know, from the first week to the second week. You know, do you, do you see that happen more often, or is that gonna, or is that just an an anomaly? Well, I mean, it's the first week. A lot of things people not. Putting their offense in, all their offense, so all their plays are not scoring as much. Game a little closer at the end, you know. So um, it's going to be first four weeks. There'll be a lot of, a lot of, that, a lot of teams that should win is not winning, you know. Pittsburgh, one of them, you know, teams like that. I mean, look at Tampa Bay; they beat people, you know. So it'll change in about a couple more weeks. Right, right. Well, it's it's it was an interesting interesting first two weeks so far, and you know some some games that I didn't see happening or happening as far as wins for some some players and, and the Browns. The Browns, you know, they tied the first week, which to them is is like a win. <clears throat> and, and then this past week they played the Saints at New Orleans, and New Orleans barely beat them by three points. You know, so again. The Browns are, are are in it, you know. They're they're they've been in it with every game. So, so far, so good. Now, the Chiefs. The Chiefs have been pretty, you know. I think unsuspecting, especially with with Mayhomes at quarterback. I don't think people expected them to to be beating them, beating pretty good teams. You know, they're 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 playing teams that so far the first two games are are, are against teams that people were talking about being in the playoffs. I mean, did you did you suspect that Mayhomes would be that good of a quarterback? Like I said, you know, everybody's doing well the first two weeks. I mean, it's only two weeks, and everybody already crowning him as Tom Brady, you know? Two uh, weeks. He you could know, be. He two. could very well be, though. No, okay. You sound just like that. <laughs> two weeks. I mean, six touchdown the- passes. That's incredible. Two weeks. Check you know, we're not going to we're not going we're not going to talk about Eagles just yet. But the Colts did you did you actually see that Andrew Luck was going to come back? And then win. <laughs> I mean, he, he, they lost the first week, but they they beat the Redskins this past weekend. And the Redskins they got nobody. <laughs> they went with Alex Smith, old running back. I mean, Redskins was who they were last year when they had Kirk Cousins. That's why Kirk left, you know. So I mean, they ain't like they got somebody by getting Alex Smith. To win. 
So yeah, I'm just I, I'm I am I was amazed. I'm amazed how the Colts are doing though. That's that is kind of again. I I, I, I thought they'd be bottom of the barrel this year. I I truly thought that. And they they, they still could be. I mean, yes, they've only had one win. It's two weeks. We know we got it. I hear you. But you know, there's 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 things happening. You know, and and some some people are going to be very happy to with their teams. Some people are going to be very, you know, upset with their teams. So, I guess we'll we'll again have to see what happens this coming weekend, and then the weekend after, and then the real season will start in week five. So, <clears throat> we'll just have to have to progress with this, and and I'm 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 just I'm just amazed, and and. I, I I I made some bad choices this past week in in picking some of the teams, but I plan on being better with some of the picks I do. Anyway, let, let, let's see if we can take a break right now. Um, I know that you're gonna we're we're supposed to have a a guest with us when you come back, so let's let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we're gonna talk a lot more what's going on in football. So we'll be right back. <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of a former player who also has coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. He'll talk about the draft, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl has the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. He'll cover the camps on and off the field and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Uh, welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. This is Chris Marwitz, and I've just been sitting here talking with former NFL player James Loving about some things that went on the last two weeks with the NFL. So, James, you know, I, I, I just got to tell you, it's always so much fun. You know, our, our guests that we have today, it's always so much fun when we have somebody on that you played with. You know, we get to hear stories. We get to find out who the real you are. Um, but it's, it's always a good thing. So I want to introduce our guest. It's Freddie Doucette. He's former wide receiver with Wyoming, with, from Wyoming and former team player, team, sorry, teammate of James Loving. So, Freddie, it's, it's good to have you on. Thank you for having me, and, and good afternoon to you guys out there. Um, kind of shocked that James had asked me to be on, the, on his radio show, but 
um, he did, and I agreed to, so let's get with it. Oh, never be shocked. Try try to never be shocked. (laughs) What's going on, James? (laughs) I'm I'm not shocked. I appreciate it. Like I said, you know, um, playing with you, I learned some things, you know. You, Sarge, and, you know, things people don't understand that. You think people don't learn from other people, but they do. And I want to thank you. Like I said, when I'm seeing you, you know, um, just what you bring to the game, you know, and I appreciate that. Right. Well, and I, I feel the same way too, love. I'm, I, I guess we all fed off of each other and, and strive to be the best we could. You know what I mean? And that's part of competition. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Wanting yeah. to be the best, if not the best out there, but... Um, you always go have competition and good competition, and I think that's good in sports. Exactly. Yep. Now, now, Freddie, I, I, I know that, that, that it, the team you guys had, especially in 1987, was a very special team. Um, but prior to that, let, 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 let's go ahead and tell the listeners, um, I know that you're originally from Los Angeles, um, and I'd, I'd like, to, like you to let everyone know, you know, a little bit about yourself, you know, of course, where you're from, um, how you got into playing football, and how you came to Wyoming. Well, you know what, it's, it's a long story behind it, which, you know, as a young kid, always dreaming, and was dreaming, to play in the NFL. Um, was a big thing around my house because my mom was a huge, huge um, Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And, um, you know, we used to watch the, the Steelers back when they had Lynn Swan and Terry Bradshaw and that. And you know what? I, I love football so much. I had I seen a game with the Steelers and, and seen how Lynn Swan used to, glide through the air and make spectacular catches in that, you know, and and after seeing him play for a while there and and and, and um and watching him I wanted to wear his number. He was my idol. You know, I wanted to wear his number, I wanted to I wanted to be like him and I wanted to make it to the NFL and and ran through some hard times, especially growing up in LA, California. You know, it wasn't easy because it had all kind of stuff happening and going on. Um, back at that time, and that, so I was one of them that escaped the inner city and 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 got out of there. And um, I can I can say a lot about for a lot of my friends, you know, who didn't make it, you know, or got caught up in other things, and that um, it wasn't a good thing back in the, in those days. But you know, made the best of it and made it to Wyoming and. Fell short of my goal, which was to play in the NFL. Um, fell short of that, but um, it took me for a nice ride, and I was able to get out of the inner city and, and do something and be somebody. Yeah, that's important. Yes, that's it important. is, especially in the yeah. city. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah. Do, I thank the Lord for that. To, to, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, you were breaking up a little bit. I was going to say, do you get a chance to get back back home every now and then, back to L.A.? Well, yeah. Yeah, I still have my dad who lives out there. You know, um, my mom and dad's um, divorced and that. And my mom moved back to New Orleans where her and my dad was born and raised, um, Louisiana. Um, and she moved back to her, where her family is. My dad still has family back there, but he's never, he's never going to return back to New Orleans, Louisiana, which is home for him. 
Um, but he still lives in L.A., and I still go down there and go back to the old neighborhood, and, and they probably have a few people who still live there and that. And, but for the most part, a lot of people are gone, you know, um, have, have, you know, left that area and that or went out to the outskirts of L.A., California, because it's, it's, it got crowded, too. And, um, but, yeah, they'll make it back here and there and that and visit. And, but um, never want to stay there anymore. I'm, I'm done with that. And I had my time of being born and, and raised there and that. And that was enough for me. Right, right. So let, 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 let's talk a little bit about what's going on in the NFL. Um, I'd like to talk a little bit about Odell Beckham. Junior and the contract he signed. So he's a wide receiver for the Giants. He signed a five-year extension worth ninety-five million dollars and guaranteed sixty-five million. So this now makes him the highest-paid wide receiver in NFL history. Co-owner John Mara said that how Beckham handled himself over the past few months was a big reason in him getting the deal. You know, leading up to it, you saw you know during the Super Bowl or, or leading up leading up to the playoffs, he was out in Miami on the on the boat and. You know, he was causing all sorts of havoc. You know, he wasn't wasn't you know doing doing what he should be doing, and now now he is. So he's got the contract. My question to you is: Do you think he's worth this contract? And the second thing, the second part of the question is: Do you think he's worth more than Antonio Brown? Well, let me put it like this: The NFL is a business, and you know what? Um, as far as with the, the, the Le'Veon Bell and stuff going, you know, at any moment. One of those players could be hurt or, you know, before the trade deal, and that they can be traded or they can be waivered. So, um, uh, to me, if, 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 if the NFL looked like it as a business, which they do, then the players should look at it that way too. Even though they get paid to do something that they really enjoy and get paid for good pay, but you never know how long that's going to last. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You could have an accident. You could break something. You could have an injury or something, and then your, your career is over with. Now, as far as him getting paid more than Antonio Brown, well, you know, Antonio Brown over the years here has put in work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. His stats can speak for that, but then, you know what I mean, I guess it really depends on what team you own and what that team needs at that time and if they are willing to pay what you ask him. You know what I mean? True. So I mean, it's you, not just up to the player. I mean, the player can ask for that, but then the team got to be uh, be okay with it too. Else, um, I'm pretty sure they're not going to do the deal. <laughs> so, right. Uh, that's right. the way I look at that. You know, them guys can get as much as they can because after football is over with, there is going to be some bumps and bruises that's going to come back to hunt us. You know what I mean? I'm feeling them now. You know, at the age of 53, you know, and I ain't make it to the NFL. <laughs> you know, that's right. just through the years of Pop Warner and that plan and in high school and college. You know, but uh, those guys out there and, and um, getting knocked around and every weekend and that, so um, they gonna feel it. You know, once they get out of that sport, so it, I think it's good for them to be able to, you know to make that money when they can. And that, and like I say, if the NFL or a team are done with them, they'll take it and, and push them aside and bring somebody else that's younger, quicker, or faster. Yep, fresher legs, fresher knees. Yep, exactly. Yeah. 
So, so James, are you are you there with us? Oh yeah. I mean, I totally agree with Fred. You know, it's sad to see, but he's right. I mean, it's about money now, and before the NFL was about loyalty. You know, players were staying, and now they're like, "Hey, it's a business. Got to get that money. If you don't, you could be gone the next day or hurt." Like, I mean, I got hurt. I think I'm a yeah. stand, and I got hurt. You know, I was done. I mean, I was done. You don't look at it like that. I just never think I'll get hurt and be done forever. Right. <laughs> Totally agree with Fred. You know, either they gotta trade you or you hurt, you can't play no more. Or they wave you, they cut you. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't care. Like Fred said, they're gonna get somebody quicker and younger and cheaper. Cheaper. Cheap that's the ultimate thing. Yep. Yeah, that that that's very true what they're doing, but it it's amazing how much how much money they have, how much money the NFL in general makes every year and you know you just see these higher higher salaries and 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 where where does it stop i I don't know if it's ever going to stop so it's crazy so so you guys i mean um, you know what you you think the nfl you think the nfl gonna stop making money no oh no no no. yeah as long as they making money then uh you know what it has to be passed on because that money that you're making um these guys are going out there and, and producing this this product that people love to watch and that and they pay for, you know what I mean? And um, so, yeah, you know what I mean? You got to gotta keep on passing that down. Don't just sit up there and and um, control all the money and have all the money in that and give their players yeah. and their crumbs and that and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and it won't stop for a while. It's going to keep on going up. Exactly. So, so speaking of which, um, I don't know if you guys heard, but um, I heard I, I read uh, an article yesterday regarding uh, a lot of the Hall of Famers. NFL Hall of Famers are uh, basically bringing uh, uh, are are telling the NFL that they will not um, attend any more of uh, the the Hall of Fame, you know, uh, uh, ceremonies. Um, until they they what they're asking for is to have their insurance paid and to receive like a a, a, a yearly salary. Um, right. They, they they figure that the NFL is making over a million. A, I'm sorry, a billion dollars a year. Uh, Goodell is making forty million dollars a year. You know, <laughs> there, there's just so much money out there, and and here here the the, the all these guys are are spokespeople. Spokespersons for the NFL and, and, and paved the way, and and this is all this is what they're asking for. So, in your mind, should they should they receive this, James? Um, what do you yeah. think? I'm sorry. Go, go ahead, Freddie. Um, well, I think they should receive it because, like I said, after football is over with here, um, there's going to be some some injuries and in that, and some problems with your body <laughs> that's going to be need to be addressed. And health care is not cheap. <laughs> no. No, we all, we all know what, you know what, that, I mean? what it costs, just us. Yeah. Yeah, it's not cheap. You know, and like I said, it's going to be some issues here after they finish their football careers over with. So um, they're going to need some help to um, help take care yeah. of their body and that and, you know what I mean, be able to function. <laughs> but Fred, did, did you hear yeah. the story? They weren't talking about every player. They were talking about the Hall of Famers. So why do they get special right. money and insurance and nobody else? That's what I don't agree with. 
You know, they talking about yeah. the Hall of Famers. Why everybody else that play, you know, don't get the same yeah. thing, you know? That ain't yeah, right. No, that's a, that, no, that, that's not right. You speak the truth there. You know what I mean? Whoever has played or you have have worked for you as far as the NFL go, you know what I mean? And they should be obligated to take care of you health-wise because that's a physical game, physically demanding, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Well, um, cool. So speaking of which, um, one of, one of the Hall of Famers, uh, Elvin Bethia, he he's he's actually come forward and says he wants to see better health benefits for all players, not just Hall of Famers. So right. you know, there, there's people speaking out about right. it. Right. Right. And then we'll get some more going. You know what I mean? Uh, the NFL should be ashamed of themselves to even try to come out like that. They didn't come out of pocket like that. You know, all the money they making. You know what I mean? Take and turn and, that and, money and, and around. Where's that, where's that money going to? Uh, somebody pocket forty million a year. Forty million. <laughs> I was shocked when I heard how much he makes. Did, did, were, were you aware that that's, he's making that kind a, of money? <laughs> yeah, that's a start right there, huh? <laughs> oh, that's huge. I, I, I mean, I, I had no idea he was making that kind of money. No idea. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and what and is he doing? I mean, he might be doing something, but forty million a year for 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 basically seventeen weeks plus the playoffs and the Super Bowl. You know, so so basically half a year is all he's really <laughs> accountable for. Right, right. And he's doing a little <sighs> something on the off season, but I don't think that's uh, another West thirty thirty million worth of. I mean, thirty thirty million worth of work. <laughs> Right. But, oh well, right. they got the money to do it. Like I said, they can take care of their players. Then, you know what I mean? Correct. They 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 need to do yeah. something. They yeah, need they to do, do something, especially with all the, the the brain injuries and everything they found out about. You know, they're 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 gonna, they're gonna have to pay right. the piper eventually. Well, when they you say they found so, out about, it. they been they knew about it. You know what I mean? Oh, you mean, yeah, they were very well aware. Yeah, you're right. They could. You yeah. know what I mean? Because they know what, some, some money is gonna be spent. Right. Okay. Well, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk more football. So we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of a former player who also has coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. He'll talk about the draft, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl has the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. He'll cover the camps on and off the field and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. Uh, This is Chris Marwitz, and I'm just sitting here talking this football and uh, NFL football uh, with former NFL player James Loving. So James, yeah, the, this you know at the beginning of the show we were talking about kind of what's been going on and you know with with the the first two weeks of football. But we, as as you always point out, you know real season doesn't start until maybe week three or four or I'm sorry four or five. So you know we still got a couple weeks left before you know things really start happening for teams, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, I, you know, so so we have with us, you know, one one of your former teammates, uh, Freddie Doucette. You know, so Freddie, do, do you do you believe uh, that's true with what James is saying? You know, that the real season with the NFL doesn't start until like week four or five. Um, yeah, I do believe. Um, yeah, third, fourth, maybe fifth week, because then if you start seeing what teams are really lacking and. And then you know what? Um, at the beginning here too, you see a couple teams take off in the in the conference or in the um, standings there. Um, so it's important there too. But um, yeah, they start. I think they should really start settling in and, and knowing what they have as far as um, offense, defense, personnel, and that, and and who can play, and then any little injuries they got going too. So I, I believe that's true. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Let, let, let's talk a little bit about uh, some some of the the headline news that's going on in the NFL. So, first thing, let's talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, so they're having their issues so far this season. You know, they tied the Cleveland Browns in Game One. They lost this past past weekend to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, they have to face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Monday night. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is still in a stalemate with yeah. the team, and now Antonio Brown went missing after a Twitter fight, you know, with fans who said that Antonio would be nothing without Ben Roethlisberger. Can and will Pittsburgh get back on track this season, and what do they need to do to make it happen? So, Fre- Freddie, what, what, what do you think is, there, is your opinion on that? Well, you know what? It sounds like the players are maybe can be a little bit unhappy over there in Pittsburgh right now. You know, um, I, I, I seen the game the other day, this past Sunday, and that it was, and it just didn't, um, they didn't look like they sells. They just, you know, almost like everybody playing, playing together. I don't know if it was because they don't have their star running back or um, something is going on with the offensive play calling or, or what, but um, I know Big Ben. He out there, and he, you know, he's off a little bit, but he's still he's still working hard in that. And 
Then I see, you know, like a Tony Brown came to the sideline and he hollering and they going at it with the coaches over there and that. That's never a real good thing there, you know, mm-hmm. um, to see them at each other like that, you know. Um, it's bad enough to be on the field and don't have your players working together, but then you got the coaches and the players going at each other. Um, that's not a good look there. No, no, it's not. No, so, James. What I, I, I know, I know you have some some thoughts about this. You know, it's almost like Fred said, it's not a good look, but you know, something going on. That's up to the coach to get control of it. Because if he don't, uh-huh. he's going to keep going. With be another uh, Antonio Brown. I mean, he just—I don't know what's wrong with him. He got that money, and he's just out of control. I mean, they say he threatened a news reporter guy last week. And, you know, he was coming to practice Monday. I mean, players like that feel that they're above the coaches. Either the coach going to get fired or that player going to get traded. You know? They just gave him that money. So the next thing is the coach going to get fired. So, I mean, Mike Thomas got to get a control of that team. If he don't, he's going to lose them all. You know, they're going to do all, you know, start talking to the media like they're saying that, Anonymous said he lost control of the team, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep, and and you're right, James. Um, it's got something to do with with the coach there, and I, I was gonna I was gonna throw him in the mix. I was like, he don't have control of those guys, and um, when you get like that, when a guy think he's bigger than the team, or you know what I mean, the team concept concept don't matter. Um. That's when you start having problems because it's all me, 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 I, 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 and not team, 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 and it, it don't get it done like that. Nope, there'll be more yeah. problems. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So hopefully it didn't get together here, else then this might be Tomlin's last year. And, yeah, and that would be surprising. So that would be shocking if that did happen, but it's unfortunate. Yeah. Yep, it is, and sometimes the team need identity change. You know what I mean? Right. Let them, uh, let them keep losing, Fred. It's going to be definitely last year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I said, that that NFL deal is a business. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not what have you done for me lately is what can you do for me now. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, they don't worry about the past. They want to know what you're going to do there. for me now. Uh, yeah. Yep. So we'll see what happens. They don't have to keep on after it. They want to get it changed around. If not, there'll be some changes. <laughs> well, it, it's interesting with Pittsburgh. You know, they had that, that uh, rookie running back in there, and he did all right the first week. And, uh, you know, but then they tied with the Browns, and, and, and when the Browns tie, like I said, it's like a win for the Browns because they never won a game last year. You know, so for them right. to tie some, a team like Pittsburgh, it's it's a win for them. Um, right. So so Pittsburgh is, is really facing a lot of a lot of issues. So <laughs> Yeah, they are, and, that, and you know what? The Browns, they didn't get some work over there. You know Hugh Jackson over there? Growing up in L.A., California, I played Pop Warner. I used to play for Wilshire Athletic Club, and and old Hugh used to be a coach. I mean, not a coach, but a quarterback for Baldwin Hills. Um, 
And I remember playing against Hugh uh, Jackson back in the day. Matter of fact, I was playing middle linebacker in, um, I think it was Junior Bantams, and he was a quarterback for Baldwin Hills when we played him. And um, he threw a pass and I intercepted and ran it back for a touchdown. And I'll never forget old Hugh and that now that he's made it up the ranks as a coach in, that, um, in the NFL and see that he's a head coach over there. But I remember him back in Pop Warner. I used to play against him. Oh, um, yeah, old Hugh Jackson, good guy. Good guy. He yeah. came he, a long he, way out been, of He's been in the league LA, quite, a, quite a few years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's been around. And that. So. Yeah. And they, they know Slouch. They trying to do a little something. Defense pretty good. They gave New Orleans a scare uh, this yeah. past weekend. You know what I mean? They gave New Orleans a scare, so that defense is playing pretty good. Um, and that's why they did what they did to Pittsburgh, even though Pittsburgh is supposed to be a better team. But um, yes, they didn't come to play. Any NFL team at any time, when NFL players can beat any given team. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. if, if things are clicking and everybody on the same page and they playing together, you can beat that team. That's You know what I mean? Five and zero, oh, seven and zero, oh, whatever. You know, yeah, any given Sunday. Yep. Any given Sunday, exactly. Mhm. Very true. Oh. Uh. So speaking of issues, New England Patriots—they signed Josh Gordon after the Cleveland Browns released him. So the Patriots system, you know, it's not simple. You know, the whole system is not simple to to learn. So do you see the Patriots playing Josh Gordon much this season? You know, that, that, that's the first part of my question. And the second part well, is, will he have much of an impact for them once he hopefully gets integrated into it? So, you know, for uh, Freddie, what, what, what's your opinion on Josh Gordon? And, well, and the you know, on Josh, for one, I, I just seen that this past weekend that they were releasing him on Monday. What did they release him for? I thought he just came through a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff <laughs> where he got, just got so, back so, on the field. So, so he, they traded him for a fifth-round pick <laughs> with New England. A fifth-round pick. Let me tell you, right. tell you what he did, Fred. Fred. Let me tell you what he did. One is they've been babying him. They've been keeping him, and he had God behind him because any team would have got rid of him for what he'd been doing. But they've been keeping him on the team and helping him get right and all like that. Right. So this fool goes and do a photo shoot for his company and, and sprain his hamstring. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah they done with him. We letting you, yeah. Yeah, we, we letting you do all this to get yourself right, and, and you go to a sprain your hamstring? Come on. So yeah. I can see. Doing something like that in here. We trying to. We're trying to win some games here and that, you know what I mean? Get on the right track and here, and that's what I'm talking about. See a guy like that, it's only, it's only an eye guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's an eye guy. He ain't thinking about the team. And, and the league has been really nice to him, you know? I mean, he's well, like, yeah, the league right. and the Cleveland Browns. Oh, the Browns, yeah, absolutely. The Browns have, have held <laughs> held on to him for everything yeah, that he's done. Yeah, not just And then he go do them like that? Um, yeah. Yeah, so enough is enough with him. 
Yeah, yeah. He got to move. It's time for him to move on. That it just ain't gonna work there for him. Yeah. Huh? Well, how do you think he's going to fit in with the Patriots? I mean, is he going to fit in? Well, you know what? The Patriots always find a way to get some of those type of players to play pretty decent, if not pretty good. Um, so I guess it's really going to be up to Josh, too, if he want to go out there and play with with a Tom Brady, which um, Brady going to get you the ball. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know what I mean? He gonna get you the ball. He get around. You gotta catch it. You know. Right. Um. But um, and, and pick up that system, which I think the system is pretty, pretty simple. I think they keep it pretty simple up there, but they just fundamentally sound. You know. Um. When you do that, he might turn out to be, might be able to get something going up there. I don't <laughs> wait and see. It could work out, but I know the Patriots didn't did it before. Well, but they're not going to put up any nonsense either. No. Oh, no. No, that's one thing they're going to clear up or they're going to clear him out, too. You know what I mean? Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, he'll be out there with a – Yeah, he, and he'll, he'll be like Des Bryant on a street corner. You know, we'll work for food. Yeah. Yeah, well, see, and that's what you're talking about, them guys, you know, at the time to try to get as much – much out of the out of that league as they can, or money or whatever, because you never know. It's not promised to you the mm-hmm. next day. Nope. Even if you are a, a phenomenal player, they they the only so much they'll take. So oh, let's, right. let's take our last break. When we come back, uh, we'll talk some more about uh, what's going on in the NFL. So we'll be right back. <laughs> Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Have we got a high energy, all access sports show for you? It's Outside the Huddle, starring Lemond Williams. Each week, join Lemond as he takes callers, discusses the week's top stories in the world of sports, and sits down with active and former players to discuss their transition from sports to business. Outside the Huddle is a great resource for players making career transitions both on and off the field. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific for Outside the Huddle on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. 
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. This is Chris Marwitz, and I'm sitting here chatting with former NFL player James Loving. And, uh, James, we have, again, as, as our guest, one of your former players, Freddie Doucette. You know? so, so, James, I, I, I always have a question for you on this because I know our listeners love to hear stories. Do you, do you guys have any stories that you could tell about when you guys played you know, at Wyoming together? Well, the one thing that brings to mind when um, uh, Wyoming recruited us, they recruited um, four of us. Um, yeah. Me, Freddie, Sarge, and um, Scott Joseph. And they called us the California uh-huh. crew. We were right. the receiving crew and coming there. And we, you know, it was, all of us were from Juco, from California. And, and uh, it was funny how we all just bond with each other, you know. Like Freddie said, we were competing against each other, but it was friendly competition, you know. Uh, we all respected each other, and, you know, it was just a good time just to be at, I think, Wyoming, you know. I think that what brought the team together, and, and it went on from that year to the next year, to, you know. So it was just that feeling, you know, that, you know, they made us like the California crew. Remember that, Fred? Yes, <clears throat> yes, I did, and that, and you know what? I still have that clipping when we took in the in uh, in um in the stands there. It was in the stands, and that, and then we had yeah. took took a picture, and that it was in the paper, and then they had us the California crew, and um, we're all showing up here together, and that, and you know, with Dennis Erickson being the coach at the time, he had that passing attack, um, which. You know, we had three and four and five receivers on the field at a time, and that which, you know, as a receiver, um, yeah, I want to go somewhere where I can catch the ball. <laughs> right. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. So, um, yeah, we wind up going there and that, and um, I think we we helped change turn that program around. As far as those those few few years that we were there. Had a great time. It yeah. was a culture shock coming from L.A., California. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. But you know, you know what? I, I would never trade those years in for no, nothing in the world. You know, it was some great times. Got, to meet, got a chance to meet some great people and that and, and play on a couple championship teams and, and be seen on TV and that and, and notice and that. And, um, a good part of my life. That I'll never forget, nice. never trade in for anything else. Nice. So, so Freddie, you come on. You, 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 you. Uh, I'm, I was going to ask you, Freddie. Did, do, do you have a story about James? Something that our listeners keep it clean, well, but something that our <laughs> listeners would like to hear. Well, you know what, James was always the funny one. Okay, and you didn't want to get 
on James' bad side where he was going to be talking about you because everybody else is going to be laughing. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it was That's on true. in that, you know what I mean? Because he, yeah, he get on somebody in that, and he had your stomach muscles hurt, you know, um, where we didn't, <laughs> we didn't basically passed out laughing too so hard. <laughs> That's somebody. So, mm-hmm. yeah, James was the one. Yeah, James kept it light for us and that and, and had a lot of fun in that. You hate it when he got on you, but when he got on somebody else, oh, man, you had to eat that up, too. You know? Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was the thing about love. Yeah. Love, love to tell them jokes about you and that and, and have everybody just falling out laughing. You know, it was a good thing. Like I said, it changed things up and that and kept it light and that and fun. You know, nice, so nice. That's what that's what I can remember about us. And then we out there, we're going out there and playing ball and doing the best we can to help our team win. You know, um, that, 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 that was, was always big. at the that forefront. That was big. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All so, right, guys. So um, the, the, my last question I have for you guys has to do with Colin Kaepernick. So he came out as. One of the faces of Nike's 30th anniversary Just Do It campaign. This angered some and pleased others. So either way, the NFL has come out and said that social justice issues raised by Colin Kaepernick deserve our attention and action. Why didn't the NFL come out with this statement when the issue was first raised? Freddie? Well, you know what? To be honest with you, um, this last deal was Just Do It. He just came out with Nike. Um you know, uh, I don't really think it's a a black and white deal. I mean, this can, can pertain to anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Any race in that, you know. Yeah, he was the he the one that started the the movement here at you know, in the NFL at the national national anthem and that and okay, we, we got we know what's happening in that, even though it there there need some things some things need to be changed. <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. Rightfully so. You know, and the NFL had a problem with him doing that. Um, this this last um, what, what they had um, law, as far as the NFL go, a rule, and that where if you didn't want to stand up, you stayed in the locker room. But they they didn't talk to the players' association or the players about that. You know what I mean? Man, that's kind of right. like taking one of your First Amendment away, you know, um, the freedom of speech and that and everybody talk. So mm-hmm. um, I hope we get that cleared up as a nation. You know what I mean? There's still some things that's not right. Um, as far as the president go, um, I like the way the country is, is, is trending as far as the jobs and that go and that and the people on that's uh, not on on, uh, on welfare and stuff like that, but he does sometimes get out of pocket too with the rhetoric um, that he during the know, display yeah. sometimes. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then some of it works for certain people, but some people it don't work. So I think you really need to clean that up to be somebody decent up there. Um, the economy that is booming. I mean, you can't ain't nothing mm-hmm. you can say about that. <laughs> um, the jobs and that, but yeah, he sometimes he t- he talked the wrong way, and uh, that's not cool. You know, what I mean, if he's a 
people of the, I mean, a person of the American people. Are you looking out for the American people? You know, so right. that's what I feel about right. that. Yep. Um, James, I know you have a, have a, a thought about this or two on the, on it. You know, uh, it is what it is. But, you know, you start talking politics and everybody say nobody's right, nobody's wrong. But, you know, what Captain Mount did, you know, he did it. People followed. You know, um, they didn't know some, didn't know the reason. Some thought was disrespecting the Army or military or some thought, you know, it just was a big mess. And I think the NFL didn't handle it because... First, they don't want to get involved. Then when they had to get involved, they made the wrong decision, telling them their rights, what they had to do, what they couldn't do. And it just was a big mess, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, it's not yeah. going to go away, you know. We all got to look at it as what's next, you know. what, You know, so. Go ahead, Brad. No, I was just thinking, I, I hope the people know that us as Americans and that African Americans and that we are not disrespecting the flag. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and that's the farthest thing we, from my mind, and I hope these other guys who, who are doing the protest and that is not because of the flag. You know what I mean? Because we know when we got our veterans and that and people who would die for this country. You know what I mean? Um Mm-hmm. We owe our gratitude too, you know. Uh, just I think for the most part to be on that platform and be able to show you, hey, the stuff is not right. You know what I mean? Like, can we right. can we get some help here? Can we get this fixed? You know what I mean? And um, and it's not about disrespecting the flag because I I know a lot of those guys are not trying to disrespect disrespect the flag. Um, they're just trying right. to. Show some, you know, show these people aware, be aware of what's happening. Open up your eyes and really see, you know what I mean? Some of this is not right. Correct. That's so right. So, Freddie, it's been great having you on the show. Um, hopefully we can we can bring you back again, you know, and talk some more okay. some football with you. But it's, it's always good to, to catch up and reminisce and hear stories about James and so forth. So thank you very much for coming on. All right. Well, thank you guys for having me, James. Loving, much love to you, love. All right. You guys take take care and peace out there, and God bless. All right. right, Thank you very much. Everyone have a great week. We'll be back next week. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. 